0: Welcome to Integrity Inspire, your daily dose of inspiration and motivation, featuring the bright and talented members of the Integrity Marketing Group family. Now, here's your host, Integrity co-founder and CEO, Brian W. Adams. Hello, everybody. Thanks so much for joining today's Inspire podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you to another incredible partner, this one, could actually probably beat up anybody else I know, which I'm super excited about that. I am excited to be able to welcome Aaron Ballard from Ballard & Associates to the Integrity Family. I say that because I know some people who've got a black belt. In fact, our general counsel, our chief legal officer, I don't know if she's got a black belt, but she's close. But you're a third degree black belt? Yeah, Is that right? Third degree. Tell us about that third well, degree. It was life. a while
1: ago. I started when I was a kid, 15 years old, being bullied like most kids did. And I have two sisters that didn't know what to do other than tell me stop, you know, stop doing whatever I, I did to yeah. get picked on, you know. But that was the cool thing back then was karate movies were out. It was back in the mid we 80s. We were just talking about we this. so we're about
0: the same age. Yeah. Back in those days, so I I took karate. I took taekwondo. I got up to a brown belt. Yeah, I was one step away from black. And then I got into playing football, and it just got to be too much. And I, I hate that I didn't keep that going. I mean, was, there's a few of those things in your life that you look back and you go, man, I wish I'd just finished that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's, that's certainly one of them. But back when we were growing up, mean you had so many great people who were right. martial arts people. So you had... Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. you remember Jean Claude Van? Damme? Oh yeah, of dude, course. I love Jean Claude Van. Damme, oh yeah, where he was
1: splits, he'd do the splits. <laughs> he'd spin around all day long. <laughs> oh my god, that yeah, guy was
0: yeah. incredible. Chuck Norris, of course. Oh yeah, uh, that one's kind of the obvious one. I love all the memes about Chuck Norris. Yeah. <laughs> like, those things are those things are awesome. You had well the Karate Kid.
1: Yeah, that movie was fantastic. So was- I was backwards. I I did all the sports, and I didn't finish them. Ah. You know, so you I, got into karate. Well, no, I just didn't. Or martial arts, I should say. At yeah. the time, I was like I would do football. I wasn't the best. I tried hockey. I couldn't skate. <laughs> you Calvin know, port. Wrestling was good, but I, I didn't. I, I didn't like to get. I didn't like to get hit. You yeah. know. And then being bullied was the same thing. So we moved from a different city. My father got laid off after 21 years, which forced us to uplift and uproot everything. Right, right at the end of our high school. So we moved to a different location in high school didn't know anybody yeah and had to go make friends and it was our rival football team hmm. so that's when i really didn't i couldn't join sports there because i was yeah. the you know i was the enemy so that's when i decided to start martial arts one of my neighbors was the black belt he ended up sitting at my dining room table with my parents and i was like wow this is i'm going to learn this stuff that we see in the movies this is great you know there's an old saying with martial arts is the more, you know, the less you show. And yeah. it was different because when I come home, I'm like, Dad, grab me here, yeah, you know, try this. Yeah, try this and choke me here and I can get out of this. But then as you get you know, better at it, you start to realize that there's more t- more to it than yeah. just the punches and the kicks.
0: Yeah. Some know? of the discipline that you learn in martial arts is remarkable. And you're an instructor. So tell us a little right. bit about being an instructor and in all the things that you did with them. Well, one out of
1: 10,000 people become a black belt. So out of 10,000 people that start martial arts, one of them will Wait, end up so, getting the black so belt. So
0: not one out of 10,000 total people, one out of 10,000 people, period, that start martial arts. Correct. So, I mean, that's even like, I mean, it's such a small percentage yeah. of the population. Wow.
1: And one of the dojos, they, there's a big sign on the wall that says a black belt is a white belt who just didn't quit. Hmm. And if you think of people that, that took martial arts, you know, they say, I used to be a brown belt. I used to be a a yellow belt. I used to be a white belt, but you know, 25 years later, I could still say I am a black belt, you know, because the disciplines that you learn, once you achieve it, will, will carry on, you know, throughout your life.
0: And how have you, how have you used that discipline? Not only in business, but also in life.
1: That's a good question. There's, um, there's principles of black belt, and, and at the end of every class, we used to say, as a dedicated student of the martial arts, I will live by the principles of black belt. And it would be modesty, courtesy, integrity, self-control, perseverance, and indomitable spirit. Wow. And you say that four times a week for 10 years, it's embedded in you. Yeah. You know. And as a teacher, as an instructor, I said that eight times a day wow. you know, the white belt class, the yellow belt wow. class. So it just became I better listen to this, you know, yeah, and then it took me out into my life yeah. and you you know, you have to say what you do, do what you say, you know, so it became it just became a life changer for me. It wasn't again about the punches and the kicks
0: yeah it's it's interesting you talk about that. I, I think that all great values based organizations continue to talk about their values, put them out there. That's one of the things we talk about here at Integrity is we talk about our core values all yeah. the time. It's about integrity, about doing the right thing, even when nobody's looking. It's about being family-oriented. We're serving American families. We're working hard for our own families. Yeah. And then we're looking out for the entire Integrity family that we're, we're serving. That's why I start out by by saying Integrity family. It's about service. We're a service organization and we're here to serve others. Uh, it was about respect in so many ways and, and that goes incredibly deep on so many levels and it's about partnership it's about partnering with great people like you just like in anything they say you can go if you want to go fast go alone if mm. you want to go far go with the team right it's really this idea of, of coming together and partnering together that gets us so excited sure. and, and you you started out in this business helping people in kind of a career model but then you you said look I want to go out on my own and, and make sure I'm putting the customer first. Tell us about sure. how you created your incredible business at Ballard & Social.
1: Well, I wanted to, I didn't want to do this. I wanted to be a martial arts instructor. <laughs> I own a studio, own two studios, three studios, you know, and I had the ambition, I thought I had the talent, but I didn't have the seniority. Hmm. You know, there was people that were above me in rank hmm. that were going to get the school before me. Didn't matter if I was more dedicated.
0: How does that work? I, I'm not that familiar. Do you have to, is there is there a hierarchy effectively in, in martial in arts? In my discipline yeah. it was.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, 2000, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. a lot different now, yeah. you know. Uh, but it was just one discipline. And uh, the style that I was at, at the place that I was at, there was a seniority, there was a chain yeah. of command. And I had, uh, I was living in my parents' basement, trying to mm-hmm. make a living, yeah. but working 60 hours a week doing something that I love. And I know you, I hear it too, yeah. if you love what you do, you do what you mm-hmm. love, you never work a day in your life. Right. That's what I was doing but I couldn't survive, yeah. you know? So I saw some friends of mine that were some black belt brotherhood, brothers of mine and they were in the insurance business. And one of the guys was uh, making some decent money and they said, we can promise you an interview. We can't promise you a job, you know, but I said, I'll try it, wow. you know? And they had the same type of, of philosophies. Instead of a white belt and a yellow belt and orange belt, the company had different stages of, of merit. You know, but you can get promoted based on your merit, not your seniority. Yeah. So I became a manager in less than six months. Wow. You know, and a divisional manager in less than a year and broke some company records. And I was loving it because I was doing what I thought should be done in the right place, you know, but but by being rewarded by your efforts. Yeah. You know, so that's how uh, I stuck with the same philosophies, but went into the insurance world.
0: And then how did you start your company today? Well, I was a captive
1: agent, so yeah. I could only market one or two plans. Right. And again, there's a ceiling. You can only do so much with what you're given. And uh, at the time, the money wasn't the the problem because I was making great money. But I, at the end of the day, you have to look in the mirror yeah. and say, Can you see yourself doing this? Yeah. And what I mean by that is I was offering a great product, but there was better products out there, and it wasn't what's best for the client. You know, and I didn't go to business school for that. You know, so I talked to my dad and some other professionals in the in the same industry and became a broker versus an agent. Yeah, I kind of backed into it.
0: I think that there's that kind of light bulb moment that you go through where you say, look, I'm passionate. I've got a new passion, right? Mm-hmm. So your passion is martial arts. And then you find that, man, I'm successful at this and I enjoy serving others. And now this is my passion. I want to be the best at that, right? Yes. And, and guys like, like you who achieved the highest level of success in anything, they want to be the best in everything. And so when you find that, then it comes down to, and we've, we've had so many amazing partners of Join Integrity. And I find this common theme that that people are like, man, I want to be the best. They're humble, but they want to be the best in, in, uh, in everything they do. And part of that is making sure that we provide the best services and mm-hmm. best products to everybody. And sometimes that means you've got to be independent that's one of the things I love about integrity is we represent hundreds of carriers because it all comes back down to the one customer at a time. And we want to make sure we're putting that customer first in everything we do, getting them the right products and services, you know, to take care of them in so many so many ways. And I, I just love how you see kind of that discipline that yeah. you have and you've been able to transfer that into this business and grow such an amazing business that you've got today, man. What are you most excited about this industry today?
1: Today, wow, the technology. You know, I'm a paper guy. I was walking with a 30 pound bag, doing paper applications and faxing them or mailing them. And this is my 30th year in the insurance business, 1993. So to see where it's come and the products on a much smaller scale, of course, but you know, when I needed a product I didn't have as a broker, I can go get it now. And if I if I had a client that was moving, I could now offer a plan in that state where I couldn't before before, you know, so because things change, times change, people change, the industry changes and I couldn't do it before. Now I can do it now.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing to see what is happening with the evolution of technology, the advancement of AI and so many other things just in. In life, in general, not just about the insurance business, but specifically what we're investing here at Integrity. And I know you've you've gone around, you've seen a lot of the different things that we we've been doing here. And it's amazing to see how much faster and how much better we can serve people yeah. by using technology, by using the resources and support that we we offer here at Integrity. And we've continued to invest in. And you've got to have scale to be able to accomplish that, right? And that's Absolutely. one of the things that that I, I'm, I'm super proud of that, that we've continued to be able to, to maintain that, that customer centric focus, core values based, mm. but be able to have the scale so that we can help even drive more change into the industry and be able to support even more people. Now I know you're, you're a big reader, you love to read and you, you've, you've, you've read a bunch of different great things. What are some of the books that have impacted you the most?
1: There's so many we could go all day but i think the the very first book that was just hit me was think and grow rich hmm. you know napoleon, napoleon hill. hill you know it's it's to this day you can read it again and again and it's it's different because life changes Yeah, you know but those principles don't yeah it's just how you adapt to them you know so i'll always go back to that book
0: so it's interesting we'll come back to other books it's interesting you use the word principles principles are things that never change, mm-hmm. right? That's one of the reasons our core values are the core values. Because they're regardless of what happens in society and different things, uh, we're not trying to create like you know some flash in the pan opportunity. We're trying mm-hmm. to create long-term, never-changing opportunities for people to serve more people. And I believe we're just getting started in that. And so I, I use the word principles a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because of some of the stuff that you learned through people like Napoleon Hill and others because of the same idea that that never changes. Right. And as you talk about like that book, one of the reasons it's had such a big impact on so many people, why Zig Ziglar's had so much of an impact in society, why you know a, a lot of amazing authors have had just amazing impacts is because they focus on the principles, right. right? And so I love that you started with that. What other books you... Uh,
1: Another one was Seven Habits of Highly Successful Amazing. People. Amazing book. Amazing book. And what was begin great about with, that book, Begin, begin With the End in Mind. mind. Yeah. I was already doing that with the black belt. I wanted to be the fastest black belt there. I was 15 years old. So they said, well, how long does it take to become a black belt? And they said, three and a half to five years. Yeah. I said, three and a half years. And I went <clears> backwards <throat> from there. I never read the book. Wow. Never even read the book. So when I started reading the book, some I was learning, some were validating me. And I tell this to anybody who hasn't read a book or was intimidated or anything like that you might already have those principles in you yeah these books wow, just a, validate it and bring it back truth. out and validate stand you're already on the right path man. you know
0: Wow that's preach that man that, that that's, you can make a whole sermon on that. <laughs> that that's that's powerful. Have you ever heard Steve Young talk about Stephen Covey? No so it's, it's an incredible story I probably shouldn't tell it here because I'll probably not do it justice but Steve, took over for Joe Montana yeah. and so he wasn't Joe Montana I mean he was Steve Young sure. and, and he became a Hall of Famer because he started playing like God created him to play not how somebody else was supposed to play and I think a lot of people do that where you start out and you're trying to do something just to emulate somebody mm-hmm. else whereas you just need to be yourself you to be yourself, right I mean and I'm sure you could go through countless examples of people and I was guilty of it. I like, think everyone's guilty. Yeah, of that everybody's, everybody's guilty of that sure. in some way. And so he was really frustrated, really depressed. It wasn't going great. And Joe Montana was, you know, Tom Brady before Tom right. Brady, right? I mean, let's. I mean, he was the greatest back then. So Steve was frustrated. He flew back from San Francisco to Utah on a day break, went home, and then you know was flying back and happens to sit next to this guy named Stephen Covey. Didn't know him. And the guy said, how are you doing? He goes, honestly, I'm not doing very good, man. I'm really frustrated. This isn't going that well. So Stephen Covey said, well, tell me what's happening. And So he tells him, he said, well, tell me about, you guys have good fans? And he said, oh, my gosh, we got the best fans in the world. I mean, 49ers fans. He said, well, do you have, like, good teammates? He said, oh, my gosh, we got the best teammates in the world. I got Jerry Rice and all these, Ronnie Lott. I mean, some of these sure. guys were just I mean, they're still some of the greatest full-time. Yeah. He said, do you have good ownership? He said, absolutely. The owner's the best in the world. They support us so many different ways. You have a good coach. He said, yeah, i, I got the best coach in the world. I mean, he's one of the, He's just innovative football in so many different ways. And he, he sat there and listened to it, and, and Stephen Covey said to Steve Young, he said, you know, it's interesting. I hear you talking about all the challenges you've got. He said, I work with companies all over the world and organizations to try to become the best, you know, the best the thing to be. Right. He said, "I don't know if I've ever heard of an organization and an opportunity like you just described, where you have the best world class of everything." And the question is, what are you going to do about it? How are are, are you going to go out and see how good you can become? And he said, "Man, it just it was a paradigm shift." Yeah. He said he, he left that plane, went straight to work out, and he said it changed everything because from that moment on, he was like, "I'm going to go prove I'm the best I can be." And he said it changed changed everything in so many different ways. And I think that that there there's so much truth to that. that there is. It's one of the reasons that whenever I partnered with Steve in 2016, can't believe it's been wow. so long now. Steve and I sat down, and he said, "Tell me about all the things you've gotten." I was telling him about the industry and about the opportunity, the carriers. The partners we have, the people that, that work here, and he goes, I don't know if I've ever seen an organization like this. And the question is, how good can you be? Yeah. And so for us, we talk about this all the time. It's like, I want to be the best we can be, right? And that's why I partner with people like you and and all the different incredible partners we've had, we want to see how good we can become together. And if you want to go, if you want to go far, you do it as a team. And so, man, we are super excited to be your partner. Super excited to just get started. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm. People say I'm the most frustrated guy in the room a lot of times, and part of that is because I know how good we can be. Yeah, and I, I'm excited about that opportunity. As Steve talked about, he he said he, he ran up to Troy Aikman one time, and I think it was the NFC championship game. and He he shook his hand and he said, Man, I'm so glad to get to play you right now. And he s- said, Troy looked at him like, What are you talking about? and he goes, He said, I was just there to prove how good I could be, and I couldn't do it unless I beat them. And I'm a Cowboys fan, so it's kind of hard to hear that. But but it's true. Like, I mean, this is that opportunity for us to give you more resources, give you more technology, more support, to see how good we can all become together. So thank you for joining us, man. Thanks for being our partner. Thanks for sharing your story. And I can't wait to see what we can do together, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, man, this is about that opportunity for us to really take those disciplines that we've been talking about here, about the opportunity for us to apply all of that uh, together. Nothing happens overnight. You've got to do that. It creates this compounding effect. And then together, man, we have the best platform here in the business world, I think, to see how good we can become. And I'm on this quest to find out how good we can all become together. And so I can't wait to see what we do together with great guys like you. Now as part of the Integrity family, Hope everybody has an amazing day. Let's go out and serve even more people together and see how good we can become together. God bless you and take care.